And joining us right now is none other than the new Senior Vice President of Administration and Experience. I've known him for years in other capacities, and that's Greg Bader. Greg, how are you? Hey, Stan. I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm here with Craig Heist, and uh, welcome to the show, and we hope uh, you're in the midst of a great holiday season for you personally and professionally. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I, it's hard to believe we're, we're just a few days before Christmas. I don't know how this happened so quickly. Uh, it seemed like the winter meetings just happened, but uh, but here we are just days away, and uh, looking forward to uh, getting 2020 started. And, and six weeks to spring training, right? <laughs> yeah, thanks for the reminder about that. Yeah, we're, we're ready, right? <laughs> hey, uh, before we talk to you about some of the nuts and bolts things I wanted to talk to you about, the Orioles did make some moves in the offseason, uh, and, and a lot of people, fans, aren't up on them like they are of trading Dylan Bundy and acquiring four young pitchers or trading or the possibility of trading Michael Givens or getting Freddie Gonzalez as a bench coach. But uh, they, they did some changes in the executive lineup of the club, and I was hoping you'd take a second and tell us about the three people that are joining the team or have been advanced uh, and promoted in the organization along with you. Sure, happy to do that. So uh, the the way that the club is structured now is there's a senior leadership team of, of actually five individuals. Mike Elias, of course, as the executive vice president and general manager overseeing baseball operations. Uh, Lisa Tolson, who's been a member of the Orioles family for about 35, 40 years. Uh, she's the senior vice president of human resources. And she had had that role since uh, prior to the season. And then three of us, um, T.J. Brightman, who joins the Orioles, uh, having served uh, as a consultant prior to the club. Um, he joins the Orioles as senior vice president and uh, chief revenue officer in charge of overseeing all of the sales and, and revenue opportunities for the club. Uh, Jennifer Grondahl, who had been in our Sarasota office, um, she's been elevated to Senior Vice President of Community Development and Communications, uh, taking on some of the duties that I previously had in communications, uh, overseeing basically all of our public relations, messaging, and community efforts. Uh, and I was uh, named to be the Senior Vice President of Administration and Experience, which basically oversees all of the administrative and service-oriented elements of the club, um, things such as ballpark operations and grounds, uh, food and beverage, uh, fan services, IT, um, uh, mar general marketing and digital. Uh, so those types of uh, more service and administrative elements, things that basically things that are not sales and revenue driven and things that are not messaging. How do you feel about, and, and obviously I'm asking you about your job, and you're not going to come on the radio and say, ah, I'm not so psyched. What do you think about the breakdown of these different responsibilities for this team? I do, I do love it. Um, I think it's a, a great mix. First of all, the, the five of us are, are very much aligned. We meet regularly. Um, we're excited by the fact that Mike wants to be so um, uh, knowledgeable about the business side of things, uh, understanding how, uh, how the business side works and how that impacts him and, and his efforts. Uh, you know, me personally, I'm working very closely with him on, on various projects that, that we have that are, that are related to baseball, but maybe are administrative in nature, such as, you know, new Dominican complex that we're working to, uh, working hard to, to, to get towards. So, um, so we, we are very much aligned. I think it's a, a great mix of folks. Um, some of us have been there, like Lisa and I, for quite some time. 
and others have uh, just more recently joined the organization. So we have a good mix of, of new and fresh ideas and fresh approaches and some, you know, traditional, uh, more industry uh, uh, inside uh, knowledge that can be combined with uh, a lot of these new ideas just to create, uh, again, a new sense of energy. Um, and, but what's most exciting about this, and you know, Stan and Craig, a lot of the people in the organization, uh, the organization is filled from, from top to bottom with some really talented, excellent people. And we want to create an environment where it's very much a bottom-up driven uh, uh, organization. We don't want to provide directives from the top of this is what we want you to do. We want to create a culture where people can share their ideas and, and really craft some interesting uh, concepts to roll out. We can provide some oversight, some direction, maybe some guardrails, but otherwise we want them to kind of so so-called build that bus and, and and drive it forward and take us to the to to, to our goals. So um, it's it's a very inclusive environment uh, that we're creating, and and uh, I think uh, we're off to a good start. Hopefully, Greg, was something like this needed because of the challenge of the team going through a rebuild. In other words, you know, you know, you talked about fresh ideas and, and things of that nature from people who have been there a while and some of the new people that are coming in. But how challenging is it, you know, when you're going through something like this as a club? Yeah, it's a great question. And I, I think uh, every organization um, at, at a certain point um, uh, recognizes that uh, that there are opportunities maybe that are out there that are not being achieved, and one way to ensure that is to uh, is to make some changes um, with the structure and with the way in which um, the uh, uh, staff interacts with each other. And I think this was a a really timely change. You know, we're at an opportunity. We have an opportunity now, where uh, Michael Elias is now a year into the rebuild. Uh, on the baseball side, and we're we're very transparent and 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 uh, acknowledge the fact that this is going to be a process, uh, and we figured now is a great time to do that on the business end as well. Uh, concepts and ideas that maybe have have lasted for a while, and we've continued to do them year after year just because uh, are really getting a hard look, and and we're really determining is this creating value for the fan? Is this creating an experience for the consumer that that they that that is representative of, of our brand and what we want to communicate so from our standpoint um, it's it's kind of a rebuild on the business end as well and I think uh, it has our staff as excited as the baseball operations side um, to, to kind of take this to a new place that we've never been we're talking with Greg Bader he is uh, recently been elevated to senior vice president of administration and experience Greg, you touched on, and I do want to get into some of these things that are uh, timely in terms of sales, uh, ticket sales, and so forth, but I did want to go back to Mike Elias for a second. It's interesting, you, you mentioned it's exciting that he wants to, to sort of buy into being a part of this management team, and it's interesting, he asks everybody to buy into his plan of a rebuild, and I think it, is, it shows what type of person he is and character that he wants to buy into and be a part of the decisions that are going to shape this club both on and off the field. It certainly does, and he has a very holistic approach to what he's doing. You know, He recognizes that uh, for him to be successful, the, the entire business operation needs to be successful as well. We need to drive revenues. We need to bring uh, more fans to the ballpark. We need to create more partnerships with the community and the corporate world to, uh, to, to, to help increase 
uh, the amount of resources that he's ultimately going to have as part of his rebuild. So, so he is an extremely interested party. He has offered himself and, and Sig Meidel and Brandon Hyde and all of the front office to be available to us from a, from a communication standpoint, from a messaging standpoint, marketing, corporate partnership meetings. Um, as you said, he, he is asking the community, to, to the, the public, the, the uh, uh, charitable, the, the business communities, all to buy into what he's doing. And a great way to do that is to, to have him be in front of people and explain exactly what's going on. And he has not hesitated to, uh, to take advantage of those opportunities. And, and as often as, as we can have Mike speak and, and speak to, to the vision that he's, he's implementing, um, the organization is so much better for it because he really has an exact idea of what needs to happen. He's done it before, um, and he needs to, to um, make sure that everybody understands what we're trying to accomplish. Greg, how important was the four or five year period from 2012 to 17? How important was that in reestablishing the club's kind of relevance and how good it feels to win? So even though they've had to take a step back now to rebuild, it, it set in motion what it feels like to, to be a, a part of relevance in the Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, that, that five-year run, 2012 through 2016, to win more games than any other team in the American League, uh, you know, I, I imagine, imagine thinking that that was possible at, in 2010 or 2011 when we were, you know, in, in a down, uh, down period of the organization. Baseball is cyclical, but that, that, that period before 2012 was a little longer than I, obviously anybody would hope. But that 2012 through 2016, I think, you know, it got us all within the organization um, incredibly excited about what is possible. Um, you know, there were some uh, unforgettable moments, many unforgettable moments in that period, um, you know, from Delman Young's double to, 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 to 2012 buckle up birds making the postseason right, right at the end and, and winning that wild card game in Texas. These are great memories for us, but we're going to create new memories. And I think we're at a point now where, you know, we're, we're, we're going through a rebuild uh, that will hopefully end up um, culminating in a period that is even more sustained than, say, five years, and that we can create uh, a situation where we are competitive on the field for a decade or more. Uh, so I, I have great faith that this is going to happen, and we can look back at, at the not-too-distant uh, past to see you know, what, what can happen and how exciting that is at the ballpark when it does. I'll tell you two things. I was on the Mid-Atlantic Sports Report last night, and we were asked as a panel to come up with our baseball moment of the decade. And for me, it was very personal. Mel used a more, you know, uh, holistic uh, approach, and he picked Madison Bumgarner's uh, coming in relief against Kansas City. For me, it was Chris Davis lifting Nate McClough up in 2012, <laughs> which kind of signaled that the Orioles were back being, you know, back playing top-notch caliber baseball. Um, I, I, for me, you know, it's personal with me with the Orioles. So that was very exciting to me. I want to move over to talk about something that is part of this new thing. You've got holiday packages out and it's been a while since the club has been geared up to sell around the, the Christmas holiday. I wish I had had you on one or two weeks ago, but better late than never because you don't have to just buy them up until Christmas day. You can buy them early in the new year. Tell us a little bit about some of the holiday packs. 
Absolutely, and and real quick, the, the yeah. Chris Davis image of Nate McLeod. Yeah, that that photo is in my office. I stare at it every day. It's 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 absolutely <laughs> the moment where it felt like the Orioles were back in business. And <laughs> and that's funny that you picked that because it's it's uh, incredibly personal to me. That's ingrained in my brain. I'm going to give you one other moment. To me, it was the first time I sat there. I literally, after what we went through as fans for 12, 14 years. When you did that video, when the ball club did, um, what's the the song, um, um, So Glad You Came, and I watched that video, I was almost in tears in the press box. I won't say I was in tears, but it felt so good to be back and understand that the club was being appreciated again. Well, you know, Greg, that I've often told you that what that video that Stan's talking about and also the one that you guys used to open up the – you know, right before they give the lineups or whatever, right after they give the lineups and before the national anthem a few years back was some of the greatest production work ever yeah. by that club. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys know how incredible the productions team we have is, led by Mike Stoshik and yep. Tyler Hoffberger. They're incredibly, incredibly talented, come up with some brilliant ideas. Uh, and, and to hear that they're as well-received as they are, I know that'll that'll make them really, really excited because they put in a lot of hours to try to to try to be entertaining and exciting. So that's awesome to hear. All right, now um, let's get to those yeah, holiday yep, packages. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> holiday packs. So so um, this is a great opportunity for fans to, to get uh, and give the gift of opening day. I mean, uh, for, for several years now, the only way to get opening day tickets was to be in the know and know somebody or to be a, a, a Birdland member. Um, this year for a limited time, and it probably will last only a few more days, maybe right into the new year, but this is not going to last all through January. Uh, is a, an opening day five-pack, where for as little as $99, you can get five games, one of which being opening day, and guarantee yourself to be there on, what is it now, uh, March 26th March 26th, against the Yankees. Yep. That's an early start, but uh, but we're going to have a packed crowd. It's going to be sold out yet again, um, another sellout at Camden Yards for opening day. So uh, So this is a great chance to do that. If opening day isn't your thing, or you want to also add to to, the, to, to, to your holiday gift giving, uh, we have a Battle of the Beltways three pack. We have two games against the Nationals this year on a Saturday and Sunday. You can pick one of those games and then two more games, and those tickets actually start as low as forty five dollars for all three games. So uh, this is a great way to uh, to get in on the action early. Give this gift. Um, and as you said, you can really buy right up until uh, Christmas and still give it as a gift. We'll have something online that you can print out that shows what the, the gift is you're giving. Tell us a little bit about the Kids Cheer Free Plus, which is now sort of the, the Kids Cheer Free, but there's something, a new wrinkle added to it, and it's just $25. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, fans are probably quite familiar with the Junior Orioles Dugout Club, which uh, for the last decade or so has served as the official kids club of the Orioles. We're actually revamping it a little bit. We're taking advantage of the Kids Cheer Free initiative, which, as you guys know, uh, allows fans to bring children nine and under to every single game free of charge. It's uh, one adult regularly priced ticket, uh, and you can bring up to two kids nine and under for free. What's the Craig, free? Craig, yes. Craig Heist was trying to sneak me in as a nine-year-old. Well, and you we know, got, and we got caught. We got caught. We do have some security measures. So that, <laughs> well, that, for those fans who want to who want to try to game this system, they may be disappointed. But as for soon the as, most part, as, that doesn't happen. As soon as he opened his mouth, they stopped him at the door. <laughs> they said, "You're yes, Stan yes. the fan." It, yeah. All right. Go exactly, ahead. I'm sorry. Go exactly. ahead. 
No, no, that's fine. So, um, so yeah, so what we've done is taken that program and expanded it for kids that are 10 through 14. Uh So now if you join the kids cheer free plus, uh, that extends the offer where all kids 14 and under can now come into the game. Uh, you get a credential and a lanyard that designates you as a child. So, you know, you can, you can, uh, come in and it also provides, uh, fans with four vouchers for a lower level seat which is $192 value to come to virtually any game. There's a few limitations based on availability, but almost every game you can choose for four lower-level seats in addition to all those benefits of being able to bring your children in for free throughout the season. And as you said, it's just $25. All right. And one last thing I wanted to touch base with you on. I'm not familiar with the club ever really actively promoting spring training packages, but this year it looks like you have something with how – how much equity you have in Sarasota being such a great destination point and Ed Smith being such a great facility. Uh, tell us a little bit about that package. Absolutely, yeah. Spring, the spring training we do in Sarasota, what an unbelievable effort that is. It actually, I think you guys know, contributes more than $90 million to the Sarasota community, the Orioles operation down there. That's our economic impact, mm. which is pretty unbelievable. Yep. So we do try to drive as many uh, uh, consumers down to Sarasota as possible. And one way to do that is uh, to have these uh, mini packs where you can choose five games for just $107. Um, so it's $20 a, a ticket, roughly. Uh, and, and you can see five games of your choice, which is uh, – really great because usually in any seven eight day period there are five home games uh and it's a great savings opportunity for fans who are going down for a week or so to get in as much orioles baseball as possible and i should add also that birdland memberships are available in baltimore and with birdland memberships you actually get uh, a certain number of free spring training tickets uh with uh with that uh, purchase so that's another option for those fans who are going to be going to sarasota but also want to be uh, part of the action up in Baltimore. That's another great opportunity. I wanted to also remind people that may not be aware of this. Last year, Boog's Barbecue opened uh, with some visits by Boog Pal. And the days that I was there, I was astounded. It was over a weekend, Greg. The line was about a – and nobody – you know, at spring training before a game, nobody's in a hurry to get anywhere. The line must have been 100 people deep. Uh, to get to get Boog's autograph, to say hello to Boog, and to sample a sandwich. That's awesome. It sounds like we need more points of purchase. Um, yes. there so, you uh, go. We'll, we'll get working on that. <laughs> hey, we really appreciate your coming on. A lot of exciting things, and I urge people to buy into the, uh, you know, the club is buying into it. They're working hard, and I urge fans to do their share of supporting the Orioles because they are going to be back. They are going to be relevant, and uh, it's fun to be a part of the rebuild. Thank you, Stan and Craig. Appreciate that very much, and we're really looking forward to getting this year started, and, and uh, you know, it's going to be March before we know it. Hey, one last question. We know that opening day on Thursday the 26th is going to be a uh, sellout. Are you doing Sunday? Is that going to be kids' opening day? It will, yes. We okay. are going to do kids' opening day on Sunday as well, um, of course, against the Yankees, and we'll have an announcement as far as uh, all of the particulars with that, but there'll be a nice kids' item that day, and we'll, of course, you know, have kids being a part of the action, introducing the lineup uh, 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 over the PA, taking the lineup card out with the manager, 
um, you know, uh, doing an anthem performance. We'll have kids involved all over the ballpark on that first Sunday of the year. Dave Ginsburg and I would like to one day to sing the national anthem together down on the field. Well, you can put in a, uh, a an audition tape, and we will uh, uh, anonymously uh, view that, and, and, and we'll see how that goes, Craig. Okay, good enough. I'll be politely <laughs> and politely turn it down, please. Well, we'll, we'll see how good they are. We'll see how the harmonies sound. All right. Uh, Greg Bader, congrats on your uh, elevation within the organization. I know you put a lot of years into working for this club, and I know it's a passion for you. Harmony. Well, thank Harmony. Yeah, well, thank you, <laughs> thank you well, so much. But here's the, here's the thing about that, Greg. If you talk about <laughs> harmony, the, the harmony and the camaraderie between Dave Ginsburg and myself. Yeah, it's, it's have you valuable. seen? Have you seen on Facebook the amount of times we promote Orioles yeah, giveaways? You do. You do it is a beautiful thing. You guys do have a great rhythm uh, uh, off the uh, <laughs> off the microphone, and let's see how it is uh, on. Greg, I'll talk to you soon. Let's grab lunch one day early in the new year. Sounds great. Appreciate it, guys. Have All a great right. holiday season. Okay, you too. Greg Bader of the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles.